up, guys? Welcome back to Shelter Island, the podcast where we shoot the shit and compare the lives of a Brits and a Yankee. And for this week, we're going to grab those boards and dive into the world of extreme sports. But before we do that, we'll go over to my friend from across the pond, Jack Heimowitz. Heimo, how are we doing this week, mate? Oh, uh, we're doing great this week. I'm actually back in Syracuse this week. Um, just moving out the rest of my stuff, closing out a chapter and uh, starting on some real world shit. So I'm doing all right. I thought you'd have moved to the big city. You just can't get away from that place, can you? Uh, it's 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 a little hard moving your stuff back and forth when all you have is one little car. So do you not uh, have one last party? Do, do you not have one last party back up there? Um, I'll be partying a bit while I'm up here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thought as much. Uh, and our guest uh, joined with us today. We have kiteboarder Dennis Peterson. Dennis, how we doing, mate? Man, absolutely fabulously, yeah. I'm super good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. So basically, we're just going to go all the way back to the beginning. And really, mate, uh, just tell us where you're from and where you grew up. So basically, I born in Germany, in Hamburg. And uh, yeah, I was living there mm, yeah, the whole life, basically. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's not really much of kite surfing there because, uh, I don't know, you're from England. So, you know, the weather is shitty. It's gray. And <laughs> well, all right. All right. It's been 30 degrees in London this week. It's been- I, yeah, I like it. We like- should keep them around. <laughs> Actually, like past years, I think 10 years ago, we even had like winter where we have like a lake in Hamburg, you know, was completely frozen. And that was like my childhood, you know, we have like winter where it's like snowing and that's super amazing. But the last few years, it was just like raining, gray and, you know, like the weather around like zero degrees. When it's not even snowing, just raining, man, that's that's really tough. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse than like that, is it? You know, but I think Syracuse, isn't it, Jaime? That's always got snowy weather up there. Syracuse is this weird thing where like one day it'll be like a snowstorm and it's like negative five degrees. And then the next day it's like uh, like 20 degrees Celsius and you can't wear your winter clothes anymore. So um, (laughs) Syracuse is super bipolar. But yeah, well, we've had some pretty bad winters up here. (laughs) More about Germany, Dan. So what was it like being there, the culture and that over there? Is it it fun or what what made you decide to, to move away? Mm, basically, I I actually really do enjoy Germany. We my um, parents have like a family uh, holiday house in Fiemans, like a small island in the north. So we have the North Sea and the East Sea, and it's in the East Sea. So for me, I always had like the here. No, actually, my dad were like windsurfing before, so I was trying that sport, but I didn't find really my passion. But then I started about kite surfing, and kite surfing is like something completely new. You know, you have like a dragging in the sky, and you're like basically handing it, and it gives you like a, like so much freedom in the water. What you want to do? Like if you're surfing, you know, windsurfing, you have the sail, you stand up, and okay, you you go on, you get the sail, and you're sailing, right? You're windsurfing basically. Kite surfing, you just on like first uh, how to steer the kite then you do like some body dragging getting comfortable afterwards you ride with a day so you can learn in three days and afterwards you can already like start to jump you know and you just put your kite up and you already jump so the progression is like super super high so that was like trigger me and i was like fuck i i want to do that you know (laughs) after after um after my university i was like uh, not university sorry high school i was like man like uh, where where's the best place to train you know and then i decided to go to to brazil 
because there's the most steady wind. It's warm. You don't need a wetsuit. You don't need anything. You know, just uh, steady wind and super good to progress. And then after after three three months of kite surfing, almost every day, I progressed like more than I progressed in all the I don't know six years that I was kiting before. You know, and then I was like, okay, like now I really want to become a professional kite surfer and. Then it went on, right? <laughs> but I, I, I just think it's kind of crazy that you've sort of like morphed your life around like your passion. Like you kind of like, you were like, where can I go after high school that will benefit this? Meanwhile, like, I don't know, like I, I like to drink, but I like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to like move to that. Germany because my passion <laughs> is drinking. Yeah, but it's not your real passion, is it? Is uh, <laughs> some will say Maybe this. Maybe should start like your own beer company or something like that. <laughs> where you can really follow your passion into your future. But yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's what life makes us like experience, right? Like well, you have to think what you want to do. You have to know what is like your passion. And I found my passion and I know that I didn't want to give it up. And um, actually, I was not even sure what I'm going to do after school. I think we all have been there, right? And then yeah. you go to university, you have to decide what you're going to do for your life. And I was like taking one year off and was like just uh, trying to do what I love the most. And then I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I think they're because you guys have to know, like kite surfing, they developed like in 2000s, you know, like it's like a, a not really old sport. So uh, when I started, the gear was like still not, not perfect, you know, it was like 10 years ago and it developed now super red uh, like super super fast and now nowadays like even people my age even younger they're already doing like new stuff new tricks which is like completely impossible when you're thinking about surfing or skating or you have to like they they train since they're three years old or something you know where i not even could walk basically and then they're doing it the whole life you know and like this is like different in kite surfing because it's a new sport so there's still a lot of possibilities open and there's still like uh, there's so much things what is like unexperienced what is not uh, have been done yet what still like people can do you know and this is like what keeps me burning for it basically you know so what is your passion mason <laughs> oh that's a that's a good question what is my passion yeah i can't say drinking as well can i <laughs> <laughs> no uh well, from england Oh, there are like so many people that are drinking. I have been in Australia and believe me, we went in a hostel and I was like starting to get a job, you know, and I was like afraid of the guys because they were starting drinking in the morning, in the lunchtime, in the night, and they were drinking all the time. All like seriously, they were partying and they never stopped. Man, I was like, fuck, how the fuck do you get so much money that you can drink all the day, do bullshit and just drink? It's like, the thing is, I don't think they have money. I think they just find ways that they could drink all day. <laughs> Maybe also the, yeah. That was crazy. That was, that was could Those you keep guys, up with them? So yeah. Could you keep up with them drinking wise? Or mm, well, man, I'm to be honest. When I was younger, I was um, probably not being as athletic I was uh, I'm right now, you know. So I'm I don't know. I rather drink like a coke or whatsoever. But when I go like crazy, when I go partying, then I drink of course a lot. But then I don't have like a resistance, right? So I get like super fast drunk, to be honest. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I have like, uh, two, three beers, and I'm already like. I'm oh wow! Already, um, it's, a, it's a cheap night for you then. Yeah, that, that's mm. true. Eh? 
Mason's a lightweight too. He gets drunk off of one beer. No, right, no, I don't. No, I'm going to bring it up again, mate. At least I don't just fall asleep in a club. Okay, okay, one time. Oh no, I have to bring it up again though. One time. You still done it though. You still done it. Well, I'm not too sure if this is like uh, the really truth because when I see like the the wakeboard or kiteboarder, they're like really party animals like they're always traveling around the world and going to the craziest parties and just having fun and smoking drinking so i cannot really say that they are like the most ethic people in the world um but um no in germany when we talk about the clubbing in germany we have like in hamburg it's called Reeperbahn. it's like one street where all the clubs and bars are and then if you're like 16 you're already allowed to drink so you can drink like beer you can go into some clubs not all of them wow 16 um, that young yeah. yeah yeah i mean america is 21 so yeah now i can yeah. drink in america i was like <laughs> I've been one time with my family and um, we made like a, a trip to America and we also went to Las Vegas and then we went to like the casinos and all these things and they're like kicking us out because we were like such oh, a small guy. I printed out when I went to the States and uh, we all went to Vegas as part of our, our California trip and everything. Um, I was 19, so everyone else was getting in absolutely fine. And at some like little local pubs in rural New York, um, a, fo- a fake photocopy of my passport worked to get in. But for some yeah. reason, it didn't get me into the Bellagio. <laughs> <laughs> I was heartbroken. Kudos for you for trying, though. <laughs> yeah. But one place I did get served, um, and that place that I got served, they sold five a cent for, five cent beers. Five cent beers. A pint for five cents, which is like, to be fair, I, I probably got drunk off that pint. That was great. I, I got drunk off like the equivalent of 10p. It was great. Like, what's not to love? You are a cheap date. I don't know. Like, how many was one beer? Five cents. So, like, five cents for one beer. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be like five euro cents for, for a beer. Yeah. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> I got that far. Because I remember the prices in Las Vegas, I think. I mean, I didn't pay it at all. I was too young, but I think, <laughs> I think my dad told me or some other friends told me that like normally in the prices, it's like one beer, you go there and you pay $18 or something like that. Oh, yeah. so maybe you should. Yeah, yeah. So they say you actually get poor. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. In them casinos, some, they can just charge whatever they want, can't they? But the, the place we went to, is, I think it's called like five o'clock somewhere. And they just had like a happy hour and the happy hour was five cent beers. And I was all over that like a rash. You would literally just give them a quarter and you would get five beers. And as soon as the happy hour finished, I was like, they want your another one. I was like, nah, but enough now. (laughs) I can't afford it. Still, our own countries also, they have so many beautiful nature what we would never go because you would never go sightseeing tour in your own country. Like I felt at least like that, you know. So when I went back to Hamburg, I went like this close uh, a mountain, um, f- I think two two hours from, from Hamburg. It's like the north of Germany is basically flat, but that's like one mountain. And we went there when it was winter and it was like full of snow and it was like super, super beautiful. And I was like surprised over my own country. I was like, wow, I never been there myself, you know, and it's, it's like so close, but we, we never, we never like really experience it, explore our own country because it's like, feels like home, you know, it's like nothing new. So, um, but I think like even here right now in Portugal, we've been 
like just to a really beautiful castle, you always experience something new. So uh, wherever you are. I feel like maybe that know? was the uh, the one kind of silver lining of the pandemic was that you can kind of explore like the nature around your home. I mean, I, I'm from New York. Um, so like I, over the pandemic, I've done so many like hikes around New York or like up here around Syracuse, like upstate, there's like so many cool hikes or waterfalls or rivers and stuff that I've never actually seen before. Um, and I guess if it, I guess if it wasn't for the pandemic, I wouldn't be able to have done that. Um, so I guess that's like the one good thing. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just laughing because you've got all these nice mountainous spots and everything. I've got Gunton and Woods and Norris City Centre. <laughs> That's all I've got in England. Oh, sucks to be me. No, but it, it, in my, in my defence, there are some nice areas like the Lake District and... Yeah, that's about it, really. <laughs> now, Cornwall okay. looks nice. Cornwall looks okay, nice. okay, come on. London is so beautiful to explore. You can literally go I'm anywhere. The city is huge. Every neighborhood has such a different personality that literally, like, you can go to Shoreditch or you can go to Camden or you can go to uh, Brixton and they all have different identities that, like, you you feel like you're in a different city everywhere you go. That's true. Yeah, but I'm you're in the same city. Yeah, I need to be I feel like, like I know more about London than you do. You do. You were the, you, you, I've only lived here since March. I've been here for three months and it's been locked down. <laughs> okay, fair. Not after Monday. Uh, about that. No. Uh, you know, I said last week. Uh, the don't, 21st, don't tell me. You, you know, I said last week the 21st of June was Freedom Day. No. <laughs> and I said, it's not, you know, I said, I was joking that it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not happening, mate. No! <laughs> it's been pushed back to July the 19th. Do you want it? All right, you guys are going to hate me. You know what happened yesterday? Go on. New York State is all hands off. No. Mm-hmm. Everything is open as of yesterday. What? Yeah. <laughs> but you're pretty far, eh? Like with all the vaccines and all these things, but I, I didn't know that America is so good. Like New York, no, especially as a big city. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. N- the, the country as a whole isn't that good, but uh, New York has over 70% of people vaccinated. So our governor was just like, yeah, sure, you can go clubbing. Or like, yeah, sure, you can walk around without masks. Or yeah, sure, you can stay out until 6 a.m. doing whatever on the street. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a free card. I we I was already thinking, you know, like as you guys in America, you make like vaccine for everything. Like now it's like even more free card to go like one weekend or like one week to New York, like uh, have a blast of a week, get a vaccine and then you have a free card, you know? Like, like literally, I still have to wait, you know? I still, I think now they're going to start to, I think, yeah, in June, July, they start to do like to like vaccine everybody, but you still have to go on a list, and the list is gonna be super super long. You know, like fuck. And now I can just go there, and I really need it because travel wise, I think like in the future it's gonna come something that you you need to be vaccinated to go to a different country or something like that. You know, or right. not even the Corona test. It sucks to do that every time. You know, if you have a vaccine, you don't even have to do it because uh, the test's not gonna be really, um, like right any. Right. I mean, I, I, I went to a club the other night and like, they even said that like to get into the club, you needed to present your driver's license that shows you're over 21 and then your vaccination card. And if you didn't have your vaccination card, they kicked you off the line. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I said that, that, that's so quite that's, an interesting that's... insight to see what it, it could happen like. Because, yeah, like I said, in the UK, it's been 21st of June. Everyone was looking forward to it for bloody ages. And then we've, it's kind of just been like, Boris has turned and said, oh, four more weeks. Been a fucking year and a half, mate. You're telling me four more weeks. <laughs> I just want to go have a dance or a boogie in a club. I thought, that's, that's not oh, much to ask. No, it's not even that. I, I want to get on a plane and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the you know? groundhog came out for you, mate. <laughs> Four oh, more no. weeks of spring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but this is like every time the bullets they give hope, you know, and they say, okay, like soon we're gonna make it. And then they come again. Oh no, just two more weeks. Okay, then uh oh, just four more weeks. Uh just like one more month. In terms of kite surfing and then in terms of traveling, do you think you like Portugal better or do you think you like Brazil better? Oh, I think that's that's a really easy question because I, easy. I like Portugal. Yeah, I like Portugal, but um, for me, Brazil is un, unbeatable because, first of all, of course, I never seen the whole country. The country is almost that big than Europe, you know, it's like super huge. And um, I traveled because I have some Brazilian friends and I traveled like to Sao Paulo, Rio, to um, Florianópolis, to a lot of other uh, cities. So I've been there a lot and um, it's, it's so different to our culture. They're like the most kindest person. They are like um, not really rich, um, some of them, but they have the purest heart. So, um, and also in terms of kite surfing, you have what is actually the best for me. You have wind every day and you have this nowhere else in the world. So that's why Brazil makes for all the kite surfers more or less in the world. Brazil, one of the most attractive um, yeah, places to go. There's like the wind going by the side. So you start just going traveling with the kite, the coast. So I was like last year doing like about 400 kilometers just like riding with my kite along the coast you know like getting like 60 kilometers sleeping there one night and then the other day we went like another 60 kilometers and it's like such amazing experience to you know like where do you have the possibility to really explore the coast or something like that you never you normally use like a road and go to town to town but i was like kiting from town to town like where can you do that it's it's not possible that's it's, so cool that's so like, awesome rather than oh yeah drive from place to place you just hop on your kite and fly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you fly. You basically fly. You can do everything. And that's also the cool thing about kite surfing. You have so many possibilities. It's not just like um, going on your twin tip like this one. This board is, for example, with boots. So I'm like connected like a, a um, snowboard, you know. So there I do like freestyle tricks because freestyle is like doing like a, it's like wakeboarding, you know, there you make like really fast tricks and movements that you cannot really follow. And um, then you have like, you can hop on the wave, but here in Portugal, they're amazing waves. So I just uh, bought a, a wave board. So I, I can just use my kite going out to the waves, you know, look at all the surface. They have to pedal, you know, the shit out of them. And I'm like, hey guys. You just feel 50 foot up in the air going, ah, fuck you. <laughs> Gotcha, guys. Have fun, you know. And they're like pedaling, 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 waiting half an hour, you know, for the wave. And then, oh, the wave for shit. They have to pedal out again. And I just like have fun, like 24-7, 100% out of the session. That's why, like, for me, kite surfing is, is so amazing. It's so different. All right, guys. It is your favorite time of the week. You guessed it. Beer of the week. Uh, we are here with our friend, Dennis. Uh, we're about to drink some beers together. Dennis, what are you drinking this week? 
I drink uh, Superbock. It's a traditional beer from Portugal. And um, yeah, it's it's all right. You know, I'm actually German. I should be a professional uh, beer drinker, but um, <laughs> like all kind of beers, you know, so that's also pretty good. <laughs> hey, Mason, I think you've had Superbock on before, right? I have. Um, in, in Lidl, um, when I had the Mythos for the Greek week the other week, um, they had a, like an Iberian or a Portuguese week. And I've had Superbock a few times before, and I do love a Superbock. So yeah, I'll give you that. Um, i tell you what, that's actually uh, reminded me. I was in Portugal this time three years ago. Ooh. So I was pr- probably this time, exactly this point three years ago, I was probably sipping on stepping on some super box and probably had had a too, few too many to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> i was probably on the floor after him to be honest <laughs> you've been partying here in portugal lisbon yeah i want to go to lisbon uh, but obviously that was when i was in um in albufeira on the on the algarve when i was partying with the super box and sagras as well that's a nice one i like that beer <laughs> well are mason are you drinking a super box now or I'm not, unfortunately. I've I've again gone really rogue like last week. And this is coming back from um, the bank of dad Spears. Uh, so this is another one that he bought me the other week. And a celebration of the Euros. And on the back of Russia's win today, I've got a Zateki Goose. What the Interesting. Fuck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck indeed, Dennis? I oh, know. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I know if it tastes good. Eh? That's always uh, about it. Wh- exactly, man. What kind of beer is it? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't even read it. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's, it, it is, it's literally all... It's, it, it's all Russian, mate. I, I can't... There's... Well, the language is on the back. Right, this helps. So it's all in Russian. And the other, you know, on back of beer bottles or labels, they have all different languages. Yeah. The other languages they've got on the back is Estonian, Latvian, or Lithuanian. <laughs> <laughs> all basically <laughs> Russian, anyways. <laughs> okay, so we don't know what kind of beer it is. <laughs> We're no, going to taste it. <laughs> but I think I Googled it the other day, and it's, but it's actually made with Czech hops. Ooh, so okay. that's interesting. Uh, hi, Mo. What have you gone for, mate? Um, so, uh, of course, I'm back in Syracuse. So I wanted to do uh, something a little more local because I'm I'm not going to be here for long. Um, so one of my favorite brews from Syracuse, New York, is uh, Middle Ages Brewing Co. Ooh. Uh, and it's right here in downtown Syracuse is the brewery. Um and, you know, so they're famous for their uh, Syracuse Pale Ale. Um, but actually, this one I haven't seen before, so it might be new. Um, it is called the Salt City IPA. Um, and I've never seen it before, so I think it might be new. So I wanted to give it a taste test. Um, Sy- Syracuse is called the Salt City uh, because the- I-, I wondered that. I was like, they better not put salt in their beer. To make no, it no, 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 no. So, so... Uh, Mason, you of course know that Syracuse is in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Yeah, um, pretty much. So the reason why there's a city in the middle of nowhere uh, is because uh, it was a salt mining city. Um, oh. So there was a lot of salt mines and salt deposits here. So uh, they call Syracuse the salt city. Um, you learn something so new guess, every day, don't you? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to drink some uh, local beer today. Hopefully they'll sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> 
end of the season, you're like really professional of beers, right? Like you're tasting every every podcast different beer, or is it like that's kind that's, of thing. Yeah, that's what we want to do. That's the like plan. Not, like, something, eh? You guys gonna get sponsored for sure for some brand, guys. Oh <laughs> yeah, I bloody hope so. I Hopefully, as long as, uh, as long as it's not Budweiser, because I'll turn that down. <laughs> I actually DM'd Budweiser today. No! <laughs> I love that you said that. Every time you invite like someone, you're going to send them a sponsor beer from the brand, you know, like an invitation beer. Or now you're the next guest of the next podcast series. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. That's what we should We're, do. We should, it's like an award. When you become a guest of the podcast, you have a, Dennis, that's a wonderful idea. You have a commemorative bottle. <laughs> so you could have all of your, like, your, your windsurf and championship, but then, then you've got the Shelter Island Beer of the Week podcast guest. <laughs> Pride of place. <laughs> I love that. Just a golden beer. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Well, Next anyways, I'm gonna talk. Let's... To you, I'm gonna wanna get an invitation with the beer, eh? Yeah, I'm gonna, like, get sent, take the golden beer. Absolutely. Anyways, let's uh, let's crack open our golden beers this week. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Okay, Dennis is already open. Is <laughs> in the beginning, I was already too thirsty, guys. I don't blame Ooh. it. Oh, he's got a beer boot. Look at that golden. Yeah, he right already there. told, but he didn't listen, eh? Yeah. He didn't have your head. <laughs> oh. This is delicious. This, this is, is really good. This is Russian. <laughs> so it's vodka. <laughs> yeah. I'm basically drinking a bottle of Smirnoff here, that. <laughs> Last week your beer was brewed with cherry. This week your beer is brewed with vodka. Oh, yeah, vodka. <laughs> da da. Oh, Dennis, how's your beer? Man, it's fantastic. It's already a little bit warm because <laughs> I was waiting too long for you guys. But uh... <laughs> that's the story of our lives. Hi, mate. Get ready for the podcast at this time. Forty-five minutes later, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> a bit late there, mate. Okay, this week I was early and you had to remind me that we weren't going for another 45 minutes. I was ready. Yeah, I know. You're just too eager. You just want a beer. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to try these beers already. Yeah. And speaking of the beer, Simo, uh, how would you rate yours? Yeah, so I I might have to give this... Wait, one more step, one more step. Ooh. You already find the new sponsor. You're gonna say, <laughs> I already know your purpose, my friend. <laughs> all spon- all sponsorships aside, I would probably say this is a 9.2. Oh, your highest That's one, a good number, man. Um, it might be. Wow, uh, yeah, Dennis, what would you rate yours out of 10? El Superbock. Man, I'm I'm not so good in rating, but I would say it's a it's a seven. It's a it's a normal beer, you know. It's like nothing special. It's a, yeah, mm. you can drink it for everything, right? But it's you know, if if you really want to get a nine, then it has to be like super good. If you're gonna get a ten, it's the best beer out of the world, you know. Like I don't know, I like Corona pretty much, like not the virus. I mean the beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Thanks that's, for the clarification. <laughs> 
Anyways, Mason, <laughs> how would you rate your your vodka beer? Oh, um, it's it's it tastes quite strong, but it's I say six. It's okay. That's pretty low for you. Yeah, it's 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 not got a whole lot to it. To be honest with you. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, to be fair, if vodka was in it, I think it would make it a bit more interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they they make beers with tequila in it. Yeah, yeah desperados. Yeah, yeah those are good. I love desperados. I might get them on next week. They're lovely. You hear about Astra? 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 No. What about they? I think a rakete called. It's a. I think it's a German brand actually, and they make like vodka with lemon beer and. Tastes pretty good and it has a lot of alcohol inside. I think I'm not too sure how much, but I think like 10% or something. And it tastes still, it tastes more like lemon like than anything else. But oh, uh, wow, you're gonna get drunk for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the question is, have you got drunk from Dennis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Shelter Island, and we are joined by the kite surfer. Dennis Peterson. Now, Dennis, kite surfing is kind of considered like an extreme sport. So I want to know uh, your most extreme moments doing it. Have you had any near misses, any dangerous moments doing it at all? Well, um, yeah, it's of course a dangerous sport. I would consider it definitely as an extreme sport. Um, I had a lot of sneaky and dangerous moments, to be honest, but um, First of all, I want to mention, if you want to learn kite surfing, you can do it 100% in a safe way, okay? You don't have to get hurt. You can go in light wind condition. It's super safe. But um, actually, I never broke something in my life, so I got pretty lucky. But I knocked myself two times out um, and was unconscious. Whoa, you've knocked yourself out? Yeah, man, it was like... Um, How does that even happen? Man, I even have the video. I got, it don't look crazy, but like basically... I was getting a front edge and I was like was front uh, into the water and you you don't believe me, but I was basically waking up the other day in the hospital and I was like calling the, the girl, you know, like, hey, what happened? And she was like, oh my God, I just like told you 15 times, you know, I was like, fuck, 15 times? What did you tell me? Yeah. I was telling you the story like 15 times. You always fucking forget it. I tell you one last time. You had like yesterday kite accident and you were like coming here last night. And yeah, it was super crazy because I was basically passing out in the water, made a face plant. And I was like for 10 seconds, like underwater like that, just staying. Then I was getting up and I was like, I was unhooked. So when I was away from a kite, I had to hook in back again huh? then i was riding to the beach landing my kite and then i stand there my friends came to me like what the fuck are you right and then i was like i, I didn't know anything there i didn't know my name i didn't know where i came from i didn't know which planet i am <laughs> i didn't oh, know like shit. i was wow. like, like that's gnarly and then the funny thing is, like, I was with my friend and he didn't know where i was living and there was luckily another friend that was bringing me home and then um, I started asking my mom who she is and what she's doing because I was in my wetsuit, you know, and I, my mom was putting out my wetsuit, you know, and I was like looking at her like, what are you doing? 
who are you? Why are you putting my wetsuit out? You know, like imagine your own son like saying this to you, and she was like, like the uh, fucking scared. She was like, "Don't joke with me," you know. And I was not joking. I, I, I didn't remember shit. I really, I just wake up in the other day in the hospital. So my, my brain was hit so hard somehow that I was like, and the question not too bad. Yeah, but that, that's there that was a one scary story for me, and then another time I was like just joining no skateboarding. I was like doing a super crazy loop and also got a back edge, and I don't know. You get like so much adrenaline when you get knocked out that you don't feel it, you know. So, um, so I do don't... you get like do you land on 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 the sea like on on the water? Is that what yeah, knocks you out? Yeah, but you get like if you if you jump and you make like a kite loop, you can get up to one hundred kilometers an hour. So you can get like, oh, and then it's straight a hundred k per hour, smack no, on the water. Me, no, I was not that fast. I was not that fast. Probably I was around like thirty or something, you know, or even more faster. And then I got like you don't come like clean with the board, so you like get like somehow with the board on, you get like a big edge. And I was like getting actually with my back head got knocked out of my boots, so I was like completely out. And then like suddenly I stand up and I was like shooting, you know, and I was like, fuck, I had like a crash. Okay, I have to get back to my board, right? And I have to continue the shooting. And then like the girl behind me screamed, she was also kiting, oh, get out of the water, get out of the water. So, hey, why? Yeah, you were like passing out two times. So, hey, well, I was passing out. I don't remember anything that I was passing out. Like I was like standing up and I was like falling back. And then I was standing up, falling back again. So, but as I was like so much adrenaline, I was just like, when I get, went out from the water, I had like a lot of headache and uh, I didn't feel well at all. But um, yeah, when we're talking about extreme moments, I had uh, one time I was like um, getting lifted up like around 70 meters um, behind the jazz. Whoa. So, yeah, you make like a line and it's, it's literally looks like a, a, a airplane takeoff, you know, like suddenly you're like, just like boom 70 meters in the air and like everybody is like that small and you're like fuck that's how <laughs> well nothing can go wrong right <laughs> yeah, so actually my idea was to to so yeah i always go step by step it's not like that i just started 70 meters i first went like to 40 meters and then afterwards i went to 70 meters and actually there was an exercise because my actual plan was to jump from a windmill um so the windmill is like both from offshore park you know like the windmills they get energy so i want to jump like from the back down to the water but um yeah unfortunately this project was not happening so far because uh yeah germany it's a really uh, how can i say hard uh, way with uh legal yeah. things you know and, uh, i was talking Wait, so, so, so just just to kind of confirm that you were you were going to jump off the top of like a wind turbine into the sea yeah that was that was the plan <laughs> that's insane yeah, yeah. And how would that have been it would be around like it, i think it depends which one it is but the offshore parks are quite high i think it's like 130 meters or something like that it's so <laughs> how do you how would you even like how do you get your equipment up there man the, the things are huge you know like they're like a like on top just like the thing to hold the wheel they're like a family house you know so they're they're yeah. so big you can like easily like go on top of there and my lines are like 
22 meters so i would even have space so the thing must be like i don't know maybe 100 meter long and i don't know how big it is but it's like um enough to to like start the kind and uh jump from it but yeah it didn't happen so far and um i think that would be one of my craziest things for sure but you know what then i saw like already one guy he was doing it and i had this project now for like i think one year going on or one and a half already almost two thing now and uh this is like so like then like how can this happen you know like this was like my project and now like one guy was already doing it but i think it was not so big so maybe yeah i still have to see if i do it or not or you know like for example right now i was um here in portugal there's not much wind and um then there's like a spot to paraglide directly at the beach so i was taking my kite and i was starting to to paraglide with my with my kite so i was like going on the top of the mountain or well, first of course what i say to you guys i always do step by step that i like first try it out and go a little bit higher a little bit higher a little higher and then i ended up on the top and i was like jumping from the top gliding back like around like 200 meters the top i don't know it was like also maybe like around 40 50 meters something like that and then just like gliding 200 meters like over a minute back into the water and was it's 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 just wow what must have used what must the views be like up there then you know you, you i suppose you can see a, a perspective that like only birds and stuff can see is it's so unique because <laughs> it's probably too low for really any planes or anything to fly and you know that's, that's just bonkers isn't it no you got everything and that's what i also love like the adrenaline rush that you get you know every time you're doing it and um the thing is with the kite it's a little more sketchy because the kite is obviously not made for um paragliding so um you really should be look i'm doing it now since a long time if i would now say to a beginner okay jump from the mountain then um <laughs> if you do something wrong you know with the with the kite it's uh then he fall and it's uh basically over you know so you really have to know what you you're doing but as you're comfortable with it as i know what what to do you know then you you just go with the flow and uh and to be honest i can also not steer it i cannot say when i come down i cannot say all this kind of stuff so there are so many things that can potentially go wrong um but yeah on the flip side then uh, of your crazy or extreme moments what would you say the best one you had was so one moment that you think that was the best time that i've had kite surfing i think there was a lot but i think the um, the most craziest was i think the the seven meters toe up so far because you know you're you're so under so much pressure you know like i i think you in every moment you have to get comfortable you know and i was absolutely not comfortable because you're like your heart is pumping you in the air and you're like just thinking not like how do i come down like how do i survive you know like if if something is going wrong you know like the line is breaking your material is not good or something like that then you're risking your life you know like on 70 meters to just like fall down it's, it will not end good even if it's water you know so i think that moment i was like really scared to my death but this is also like the excitement like somehow you know because um you have to get comfortable and the thing is 
you're gonna get comfortable with it and every everything what you're doing this like the cool thing you can get it under control and you can like do it i have like some friends they're already doing like some crazy shit they're going to like literally mountains and they jump from the mountains like they jump from i think the, i saw a video there was a guy jumping from 1500 meters mountain like really from the from the top to the fucking bottom you know and not even with a paraglider in his back and all uh, and that's 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 well, with, with, with a kite <laughs> with a kite no oh. paraglider with a fucking kite and that's 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 really crazy man wow that, that, that's just nah like that's in, that's, that's, that's in, that's insane and a little bit stupid, I must say. I mean, if I would have a paraglide and I would have like a safety in this, then probably that's that's actually what I want to do. You know, I think then like so many more possibilities they are going. I saw like one guy who like took a kite just like on his hands, not like, uh, and he was like windshield guy, you know, and he was like jumping from the mountain and just having the kite in the in the hand and was like flying around in a certain <laughs> kind of velocity. And I was like. And I think there are like so many cool things, but it's like still never been doing. Like, imagine you're just like, I don't know, taking like two balloons or whatsoever, you know, like launching a kite from the other one. And then you're just like starting like from, I don't know, 5,000 meters and you're like just like gliding with your kite. And I mean, like, if, if something going wrong, you just have your parachute, you know, and then you're like, fine. But okay, if you're like really so courageous to just thrust on your kite and if there's no wind or whatsoever or something is going on your kite tangles then then you're gone you know like there's nothing what what saves you you know like fuck so then what made you pick this as a career (laughs) (laughs) no you that's you don't have to make it that extreme you know i really like this kind of stuff i just have been like doing skydiving the first time of my life and i think as more as you do it you get so used to it and i also have another friend he's doing it now for a long time and he said like even skydiving is more um safer than actually uh, kite surfing because like if you really check your equipment if you really know how to do it then it's 100 open and even when not then you have a second one but it's like normally not happen you know in kite surfing if there's something going wrong with the wind your kite is flipping whatsoever then you're done you know like if you're not <laughs> not, not if you're kite surfing normally then your kite is falling into the water and you can probably start it again or you go back to the land but if you're in 2000 meters high then ciao ciao <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you definitely should like try it you know like if you have a little bit of time in portugal or wherever you are even in, in i mean in america it's not too much but you have in uk um there's Tom Bridge. He's sponsored by Red Bull, and uh, he's also riding for Norse. And he's uh, he's a really legend. Like he's super, super <laughs> good. So you have. So then, I'd, I'd love to try. How, how would you? How would you think me and Jaime would would do at kite at kite surfing? If if we yeah. were like we if we met on a beach right now, and we're like <laughs> we got the boards. How do you think we're doing? <laughs> yeah, look, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Jack already has the movement out. Eh? He already. He I, haven't go. got, I haven't got mine out yet. Like, <laughs> I was doing the little things earlier on. <laughs> do you, no, like, honestly, do you do wakeboarding? Did you already do wakeboarding? I've not really done anything. <laughs> I'm really, really bad at surfing. I went to Morocco once to learn how to surf, yeah. and literally, I left Morocco. Still not know how I, knowing how to surf. <laughs> you got like, worse, if anything. <laughs> but kite surfing, a normal person, um, I think, like, 
four days, four days of two hours, and the okay. person already has uh, can ride to one direction and to the other one. And you're gonna learn in in three days, one hundred percent sure. We love that. Three, three days is all it takes. Aren't three we? Days. <laughs> Three it looks like I'm booking a three-day vacation to Portugal. <laughs> you you're gonna get a a free ride and a good teacher. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as there's plenty of superbok there, I'm sure we'll be all right. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Is there any dream kite surfing spots you want to go to? I know you've mentioned um, Brazil is the best place. And yeah. South Africa is pretty cool. Was there any other countries around the world that you'd like to give a try uh, just to travel <laughs> to and uh, and for your sport as well? Yeah, I think, to be honest, um, Brazil is the best for, for kitesurfing in the training case, also South Africa. But uh, for sure, there are so many more beautiful countries out like uh, that i don't even like the caribbeans and i mean uh, america is also so so big as um, the whole the whole um, continent you know the same as africa that i i really want if i'm more independent in the future like uh, if i have more money you know to to definitely travel more and see much more that i am been seeing so far i think i'm already we all have been already super lucky that we have the possibility to grow up in a, a culture where on a family where we could like uh, have education and money to travel you know so i'm already super happy i think i already have been maybe almost in 30 countries um and oh wow i think so i don't have like specific um things um, i already been to australia i think australia is also one of the most beautiful um countries that i've been so far i haven't been to new zealand but i think there are next it's also fiji somewhere i think they also want to go there's also really good surfing and um well i think there's so many more to see in central america like all the um the the countries there costa rica and um yeah, so nothing specific, but uh, I think there is so much more to see. So I think at some point, guys, we have to meet somewhere. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You oh, got to yeah. some lessons. <laughs> I'd say Brazil. Get a bit of the, the old carnival on the go. Uh, I'm ready for Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a girlfriend, so I cannot really go because carnival, you you don't <laughs> believe. Like all my friends, they're like dreaming about it because they basically <laughs> carnival and you just like kiss the girl and then you go to the next girl kiss the next girl kiss the next girl kiss the next girl it's like they're, they're basically naked going on the beach and just like having sex on the uh, sex on the beach and like walking around like half naked naked whatsoever you know like making love everywhere it's like basically like that it's like no joke <laughs> dennis you could stay home mason do you want to go to carnival i'm going i'm going now let's go let's go <laughs> Going, I'm, I'm. He's gone. He just left the room. <laughs> yeah, but you have to wait for. You have to wait wow. actually for Carnival. Wow. I know it's like he's a dream. Gonna, he's gonna it's swim like there. A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kiteboard. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fly over from the UK to Brazil. <laughs> but save it. Save it for the right day, my friend. Not not every day. It's like it's just Carnival. Uh. That's so good, and especially oranges. Like um, I think Jackie would get, have a good good goal in there if you're like blonde and uh, look a little bit. Um, oh yeah, different. I mean, then 
Have a good one. All right, everyone. Uh, it is that time. Thank you so much, Dennis, for joining us this week. Uh, it's been amazing to actually hear about something that I would never even think of kind of doing. I, I, I've never been that well versed in kite surfing. So this was awesome to kind of hear about your experiences and your travels. Um, I just wanted to thank you for coming out with us today uh, and speaking to us. Um, so what we usually do uh, is we like to put our guests on the spot every week. Um, and we like to ask them for a quote of the week, just something you live by, some song or lyric or quote that you like to kind of live by day by day. You're, you're itching, you know, it seems like you have a quote ready. <laughs> so take it away. Actually, the, the opposite. I was like, fuck. I was not expecting. I was like, fuck. fuck. Well, just go out, uh, send it, live your life, live your, every moment of your life, enjoy it. Um, I think the life is sweet and tasty and we should get all the beautiful uh, experience where we can, um, yeah, just get get out there and uh, have fun. And um, that's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the most important thing is, um, man, I, I love what I do, you know, so I have yeah. my passions about kite surfing. So I think who, whoever is out there, like quit your fucking jobs to just like, do something what you love and then rather like do something what you love and you really truly do it and you like probably don't be a billionaire then like uh, get work your ass off and get something what you what you don't want you know i think you should like follow your heart you should follow your soul and you should be the person or be the one that's uh, yeah what what makes you happy the most happy you know and i think that's why i'm really happy that i'm a podcast because i feel that you really like the the podcast i think that you really have the energy and i really i think it's like a free spirit thing what you're here doing you know it's not like tactic it's not like someone saying okay you have to wake up at 8 a.m and you have to do the podcast now you're doing it because you have fun about it you know so that's why i think it's a really good thing what you're doing here so uh, keep it up as well and um yeah i was happy to be your guest today so <laughs> i got two new friends that sounds hey, good yeah uh, exactly man america and that's also a cool thing about traveling because you have like, you know, like if I go now to Germany, I have my friends there. If I go now to America or to UK, I have someone there that I can like rely on that I can talk to, you know. If I go to Australia or to Brazil, I, I already have some people that I know there. So you basically build everywhere like friends and all over the world, you know. So you're everywhere a little bit more home than you were before. So that's, uh, yeah. That's um, probably too much of a quote, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect, mate. Thank you so much for coming out. Mason, do you have any closing out thoughts for us today? It's just been great speaking to you, Dennis. Um, a really good insight as well into the world of kite surfing. Not many people know much about it. So it was really cool to, to kind of see the explanation behind the really cool Instagram photos. But definitely do give Dennis a follow on his Instagram. We'll link it in the, uh, the episode description. But yeah, all I want to say is I want to go to Carnival. <laughs> that's, that's all I want to say. All right. Anyways, that's thank so you guys sweet. so much for listening. Uh, make sure to follow our TikTok for some behind the scenes footage and uh, catch us next week on Shelter on the Podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>